spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, my man. So I came across this article and I found it fascinating. Okay. A former drug addict, guy that was homeless, says... You can't let homeless people run wild. You can't let them do the things they're doing. You need to put them in jail, and it's for their own good and for society's good. And this was a guy who was living on the streets in Los Angeles, and I'm talking about hardcore attic. Yeah. The kind of thing that you like or like when you talk, when we talk about what we see down there, this is one of those guys that was in that situation. And he said, and he makes this a great article. It's it's in the New York Post talking about the fact that the the amount of money they're spending and still rising. I mean, California is spending gobs of money to see rising things. But he said, hey, look, uh, doing drugs, committing crimes. You need to be in jail. It's not good for society to not put people away and to allow them to run crazy one. But, but let me go. Can I go a step further? Yeah. Because this is what I found interesting. If you're put in jail, I know you can probably get drugs in jail. But if you're put in jail, you're in a cell. And you might just detox on your own. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I thought that was the interesting part of this. Yes. So... This guy's endured fistfights. Staph infection where he almost died. He's been in and out of treatment programs. He got to a state detox program twice, and he left within 72 hours. He wanted to kick heroin, but he couldn't. And what I think what he's saying is if you put put these people in jail, uh, and they're not supposed to get drugs in jail. And you know what? They can. They can, but not but the thing. Here's not the thing: like, not like if they're these on the street. guys aren't getting the same drugs because no. they're not the guys who are doing prison drugs in jail. Those people are in jail for these people are coming in. He said he was vomiting, he was detoxing, he went cold turkey, yeah. and it said it saved That's his it. life. That's it. Can jail save a person who is homeless? But they're homeless because they're on drugs. Yeah. Other people are homeless because they're mentally ill. We know some people are homeless. We talked yesterday uh, about, uh, I saw a Facebook post, and there was a man lives in a decent area, and he put on Facebook, I've got somebody parked in front of my house, and this person is homeless. They are living in the car, and it's parked in front of my house. Yeah. That's a sad, that's someone who, that's that's someone you could, it, it, which I guess we could say, easier to help that person. Yes. Than somebody in the zone. I love this part. He says, addicts need to relearn how to live by a schedule and exist among others. This more, makes total sense to me. And more often than not, these 180 degree lifestyle changes cannot and will not arrive voluntarily. It didn't for me, he said. You're put in a cell and you have no other choice yeah. but to go through withdrawal. And he talks about. And then live with it. Yeah. He fought. He he became a full-time addict. His father was an addict and lived on the streets as well. And he just remembers one day, he goes, he's crying and he's sitting there doing heroin and fentanyl and he's naked on the street. And yeah. he's thinking, how did I get to this point? But he's saying, if you don't do something about this and force them into situations, they will not reform. And that is so what's happening. If we don't get on this and we don't have a tough on it policy, mm-hmm. you will see this continue to to grow. And California throws more money at this than people, billions of dollars. And it's only getting worse. And if they build two beds, somehow magically they got three and all three homeless. They build four. They got six. It's it's not working and they it, need to fix it. And it sounds awful, but 
for some people, how, the only way to get them off drugs is to throw them in a room and throw the key away. And I know yeah. how awful that's not, and that's not what we're doing with anybody. No. We're not doing that. But you are getting put in a cell, and you have no other choice but to get clean. And it'll be a, it'll be a, it'll be the most brutal ride of your life. But it makes sense. But the other thing is, you know, we talk about you can't just start taking people off the street no, and throwing them in jail. No. So what you do is, hey, we were in downtown Phoenix. Uh, I saw how many we saw twenty crimes in five minutes. Yeah, it's not like you're taking them off the streets for not for no doing reason. something. You're not right. you're not going and going. Oh, this guy's mentally ill. Let's put him in no, lock him away. That guy's doing drugs. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take that guy off the street, put you in a cell, and we're going to feed you three times a day. But you're going to sit in that cell and you're going to get clean. And that's what he said. And got, then I got a shower. Yeah. He got a, a hot meal. He got three hots and a cot. And he got right. what he started to get once he got that was life lessons of then learning how to live with individuals, right. learning how to live without the drugs. And the most important thing, he says, it's not going to work for everybody. No. But what's not working is what's going on. Right, right. And it's not. I mean, and we forget it's not an overdose. This guy almost died on several occasions because of staph infections. It's because needles and the fact that he doesn't have, you know, hepatitis or AIDS and dying. It's it's I probably amazing. I agree with him. I think if you are somebody that's at the zone in downtown Phoenix, that's the only way you're getting clean. Yeah. That's oh yeah. It. That's it. That's it. All right. Um, we've talked about Southwest, and a lot of it is not good. No. We just had another uh, IT issue that can't that can't not canceled, but delayed a ton of flights. Yeah. Well, now we've got a Southwest flight, and a man is fighting a child. Oh, I'm sorry, a baby. We've got a grown... That's a lot of baby talk this week, because <laughs> didn't we have the uh, popcorn baby? We uh, did. We did. So we've got a grown man throwing a, a tantrum over a crying baby. As you do. And it has gone viral. And boy, does this guy have a, a, a potty mouth. So... Let's play the potty mouth. <laughs> potty right. mouth. Guy. I don't think that. Do we beep any of this? Man, what? What the heck? Let's just roll it. We'll find out. Yeah. We are in a tin can. Okay. We are in a tin can. We are in a tin can okay. with a baby. Okay. With a baby. In a damn okay. echo chamber, <laughs> and you want to talk to me about being okay? Okay, because you're yelling. So is the baby. So let me <laughs> explain what he said. So is the. They said, sir, why? They said something like, sir, why are you yelling? And he's like, hey, I'm not the only one yelling. So is the baby. We're in a tin can. (laughs) Goodness. I didn't get that last part. Did you get it, wise man? Yeah, so the uh, flight attendant or the person who works there was like, sir, the difference is you're a man. And the man says, did that? Bleeper pay extra to yell? Uh, oh. He called the baby a bleeper. Oh my gosh. Uh, here's a passenger. Just out of nowhere, this uh, the other passenger um, and seen the video uh, basically said, uh, you know, just out of nowhere said, shut that baby up. And it just uh, escalated from there. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine seeing that on a flight? I'm in a tin can, and it's a baby, and this baby won't shut up. <laughs> Sounds like John Witherspoon. I can acknowledge this, because I've been on a flight, uh, many flights, and I've seen this. Parents not uh, trying to calm their child down, yeah, whether it's a good. baby or a toddler, and they just, they've given up. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the next-door neighbor whose dog barks if over you're and over an effort. and over, and they've just tuned it out. Yeah. As long as you're making an effort. I was going to say, I've been on these flights, too, and I've had the baby in my arms. And sometimes the worst thing is that 
ear issue. That, that's the big thing. The and ear. For the baby's Nothing ear. Nothing yeah. you can do. Which then causes everybody else to have ear issues. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? Pink can't. You it's try. a baby. Oh. It's like this man literally hated that child. Yeah. That's the thing. That it's it's not that the child annoyed him. It's it's he's looking at this baby <laughs> like who's his wife. And yes, and it's like <laughs> that is the worst human being. That baby is a blank blank. Like that baby stole my credit card. It's a baby. <laughs> so here's the this this is the best part of the story if you ask me. So you got two choices, right? You're on this plane, okay? And they're telling this dude, hey, all right, you're screaming at the baby. You got two choices. Uh, Let me get it here. Two choices. Here we go. Two choices. Southwest employees gave the man two options, to get off the plane or they would deboard everyone and forcibly remove him. All right. What do you guys think he did? Uh, You can either remove yourself, sir, or we're deplaning everybody. Do you want to be that guy? He got off? No, he did not. Oh, and, uh, he, he chose the latter. We all got off the plane, and obviously there was a lot of mumbling as people walked in. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you right now, that's dangerous. Yeah. You are trying to get from one place to another. You've got an insane human being screaming at a baby. You've got air rage. Y- yeah. And, I mean, what do you do if you're, if you're on that flight? And now you have to get off because this guy, I, I mean, I, I would tell you this. I'd want somebody from Southwest to drag his rear end off the plane, not to ask him. And and by the way, I don't think Southwest did a good job on that. I think you really have to drag the guy off the plane. Everybody stays. You drag the guy off the plane. You pull a United from a few years ago. You drag yeah. the guy squealing like a pig. You know what? And and if I, I, oh God, that's just so. I always like if I'm going to fly somewhere and I know because you'll see these you know parents and they're just like, oh my God, you know, trying to calm the baby before we get on there. I'm like, you know, I'll sit next to them. I don't care. I have kids and I'm they can scream and yell. I'm fine. Right, right. But I, you, you know. But again, you got to feel like you're trying, making an effort. Yeah. But at the same time, it's a baby. It's a baby. It's a baby. And nobody wants their baby to be screaming no. and annoying. That most everybody has been in that situation, and it's so awful to be the one. Oh, no. All right. Score the hottest ticket in hottest town. Hottest ticket. Suns playoff tickets. Text Those ticket tics. to 411923. Register. Listen for your name. Monday, Tuesday, 7 a.m., 7, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 4 p.m. Uh, that's your chance to qualify for Game 5 tickets. The Suns and Clippers. That is Texting the word ticket to 411923. All right, coming up next, how soon until Arizona has the most expensive gas prices in the nation? Next. The Gatos Big Q poll question brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, you can uh, listen to me uh, with Mike Broomhead at 8.50, where I give you the cue. The cue. Uh, and then he and I discuss it. So today's uh, big cue, gas prices are soaring over 5 bucks a gallon in Phoenix. I think, A, I'll start walking to work. Be tough for you, Chad. You live an hour away. That's a long walk. B, I'll take light rail more. We don't have it out there. C, I'd rather pay $10 a gallon than take light rail more. Or D... I'll just suck it up and pay. I think you've got to suck it up and pay. Do you really have a choice? I, I don't think you have much of a choice. So the number one answer, 67%, you just suck it up and and pay. Um, you know, we've talked about why gas prices are high, uh, and it's 
three different blends that we have here in Arizona. Doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. Why to would get we? our blends from California, and right. California, as you already know, is very expensive, and apparently they're passing all that expense onto us. Right. So I don't know if there's real end in sign in end in sight, but I have talked to some uh, some business owners over the last few days, and these are owners like you know that sent a truck over to your house to fix A, B, or C and all that kind of stuff, and it's killing them. The gas prices are just crushing them. Think about you know like uh, an AC company or something like that. Don't be surprised if you start seeing on your bill a fuel tax, right? Something like that from now and on. How do you argue a fuel that? charge? If you're if you're a consumer, how do you really argue that? I, it's not something that you want to pay, but how do you argue it? Yeah. It's tough to argue that and say that's unfair. It is. I mean, you can always, and it's probably not going to be that much, but still. It's it's there's nothing you can really do no. other other than try and work from home other than pick the route that is the you know the or siphon your neighbor's gas. Way. Well, you and your siphon. I'm just I'm I'm kids. You're not siphoning. The, the more I, no. I think about that's it, that's stealing. The that more is, I that is stealing. That might be worth somebody getting shot. <laughs> yeah, somebody, Get away from my gas! You know how expensive that is. Yeah, yeah. So I really don't know what you do. No, I don't, well, I don't think there is anything we can do. That's just it. We are far away from getting any, you know, I know everybody talks about, well, you know, with Biden, he, well, Biden's gone and he greenlit the Willow Project and a few other things. Here's the reality. Those are a decades away from right. getting done. Right. We put ourselves in this position when we started going away from a lot of stuff a few years ago, and it's, we're, we're not getting it back anytime soon. So we're going to have to grin and bear it for a while. Uh, I like tamales. That's pretty much that's all I want to say. I've seen you eat it. They're pretty good, and uh, our Hobbs hates tamales. She does. That's why she is voted the, was the third worst governor in the country of the new morning console. There poll. is a poll. Yeah. yeah, third worst governor in the country, and the number one thing people cited is tamales. Oh, she hates yeah. tamales. Don't but the good news that. is, but. we have come together, and we are freeing the tamale because it looks like <laughs> they are working up a uh, override of the veto that she threw out there because she's worried about. What is she worried about? Food poisoning. Food po- well, the same thing you are. Oh, I'm always worried about food yeah. poisoning. Yeah. So that's what I usually ask the waiter, did you wash your hands? Is that wrong? You were so proud of yourself today, <laughs> talking about how you, last time you went to Rocky Point, somebody right. gave you a tortilla that they bought off the street. Yeah, I ate And am. you were like, and I ate it. it and was, I'm like, oh, It was okay. awesome. Wow, you're still here to tell that- the tale. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Awesome! You were so proud of yourself. Do you like, know how good those tortillas are? You have yeah. any idea how good they are? I'm yeah. not. Listen, That's why people do it. I know. Sure, every once in a while you get an explosive sure, diarrhea. Of course. You take the good with the bad. Right. But there's far more good. And that's just it. But finally, she'll maybe move up in the polls a little bit, again, from being the third worst mayor uh, governor in the country. I don't think it's worse. I think it's unpopular. The worse. Okay. But you you tell everybody in, in Arizona, you guys don't like, you guys don't get tamales. That's I, what she did. She banned tamales. I'm just trying to think. The She's only a tamale banner. It's so early in, you know, her being the governor. The, the one thing I don't like is the pause of execution. Yeah. Some of the other stuff, I really don't mind. And as I said, I... I I I think one of the best things she actually is doing is vetoing a bunch of bad bills. Sorry. Well, she vetoed this bill. Yeah, she did. I really don't care about this. I bill. do. Why I do like you really? Because so you like it. You, you know can what? Go buy think it about small else. business. Somebody getting into something and doing something on a small business level, mm-hmm. earning a little side money. People and hustle. are going to do it anyway. And yeah, that's right. But they try. You know what? She tried to get in the way of doing that. She tried to get in the way of crushing people's dreams and oh hopes. Oh my God! Abuelita has been working very hard to make those things, and she's just <laughs> making a little bit of scratch so she can go to the swap meet and have some fun. And this is how you treat her. You hate people who like tamales.
<laughs> Nothing is going to change because she vetoed this bill. You will still be able to buy yeah, whatever because, you want. Because you know why? The, the, they came together. The, the legislators. The legislators came together and they, they said, did. we so, recognize we have a problem with this the, lady. That's the worst part of this issue. The only thing our legislature can agree on is tamales. Sometimes it just it's, takes a little no, something silly like okay. this. No. For everything to work the right way. No. This is, I think this is a turning point in our it's state. not a turning point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In five minutes, we're going to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn's going to read the Who news. tamales, by the way? Becky Lynn, she said so. And we will interrupt and react to the day's top stories. It's all coming up I next. love tamales. You all right. Tamales. Arizona's news station. News station. KTAR. On air. 92.3 FM. Online at KTAR.com. And streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic. Now. It's 3.30. And you know what that means. It's time for us to hold up the headlines. With the headlines, here's Becky Lynn. In an unlikely partnership, Arizona Republicans and Democrats are banding together to potentially override a recent veto from Governor Hobbs. Senate President Warren Peterson tells KTAR... A motion's been prepared to override Hobbs' veto on a bill which would have expanded the kinds of foods Arizonans can make and legally sell. Perhaps you know this as the tamale bill. The legislature can override that veto with a two-thirds vote. For that to happen, both chambers have to override the veto. That bill passed with a supermajority in both chambers. Hobbs vetoed the measure, citing safety concerns. It's been more than 40 years since the last successful veto. Override. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. It's the dumbest story of the year. It's the story that is amazing, no, and it's, it's again coming together the people oh, to override a tyrant who is sitting there <laughs> on, in, in her gilded cage, smashing down any opportunity to have tasty tamales. Uh, if you are going to make them and sell them, guess what? You're still going to get to buy them. No, it, nothing's changed. It's, I don't know why she vetoed it. I really don't care. This is not a problem we have in Arizona. I don't care about tamales. I don't care. Yeah, so that's why, again, you're no fun. No, I am no, fun. No, no, no. I'm I am. fun. Deal with it. I'm you a fun, are a I'm person fun. that is Becky just... Lynn, tell me I'm fun. This would, let me think I just This would legalize the sale of more homemade food in the state. Yes, and it, what she's worried about is you're going to, to get, like, food poison or something. Listen, no one's going to stop making homemade food and selling it to you. Get over it. It's all going to... Nothing's they're changed. They're coming yeah. for you, so be prepared when they kick in the door to ridiculous. take away your tamale makers. This is this is what we're arguing about. We're on, arguing about tamales. On Saturday, everybody who was selling tamales and salsa and enchiladas out of their trunk will still be doing this. Amen. Thing. Thank you. Thank Praise you. the Lord. Well, that's why she vetoed the bill. That's not going to change anything. Well, yeah, but she wanted to make sure that this could never happen again, okay. and she can't. All that's right. why she's We're just holding a meanie. up the headlines. Okay, still on Governor Hobbs. Did you say she's a meanie? I did. What are you, five years old? Maybe. Well, she has a 47% approval rating in a new poll from Morning Consult, and that's the third worst rating of all governors. Mm. Valley political expert and former state lawmaker Stan Barnes says she survived a razor thin election in November, and there's a Grand Canyon sized divide between her and Republican legislators. The state of things in Arizona politics, the polarization is greater than I have seen it in three decades. Hobbs and Republicans have until the end of June to hammer out a budget, which will be a major challenge. Well, what do you think is going to happen when uh, you put a Democrat in the governor's office and you vote in MAGA candidates? They're not going to be on the same page. So 
Well, they, I mean, even if they expect? were MAGA, you've got Republicans, you've got a Democrat in this day and age. The divides are pretty, pretty great. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, we'll see. I, I'm hoping they get something done. You know what was interesting about that morning consult? This was scary. 17% of people didn't know who she was. Yeah, that, that in Arizona? Yes. Okay. Uh, actually doesn't surprise me. Man, yeah, it doesn't surprise. There are people that uh, there. Pe- I, I guarantee you there are people who don't know who the governor is. Who are you people? They just don't. What pay is attention. wrong with you? They're they not listening don't... to this show. They might be actually listening. Oh to this Oh my show. God! Please don't. Uh, we hold up the headlines every day at three thirty. Becky Lynn reads the headlines. We interrupt and react to her stories. Uh, next story, Becky Lynn. <laughs> Phoenix Suns run to the championship. That's jolting, by the way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What we want, we this huh? is something we can all get behind. I do believe the Suns are in LA today with a chance to take the lead in their series against the Clippers. Currently tied up at one and one. And big news ahead of the game: Clippers star Kawhi Leonard is out tonight with a right knee sprain. Arizona sports host Ron Wolfley says this has become a must-win game. Got to take advantage of it. Yeah, we'd love to play your best, no doubt about it. Not going to be able to do that. So I guess there's only one thing to do now. Hammer you. Tip off at 7.30 and by the way, there's a road rally event down at Footprint Center. Starts at 6.45. You can hear the game on the Arizona Sports app or at 98.7 FM. So what happens during a road rally? Well, it's bunch just of is that what they did last they year? Show they show the went game, and they have okay. stuff going on. Did they have a big beach down there? They did. I last think year? they did. At or one two point. years ago. Well, that yeah. was when they went to the championship. Yeah, I think you're you know right. What yeah. They do down there. Yeah. Everybody has tamales. Tamales. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Probably so. Good place. The Suns to sell. tamales. Winning tamales. The Suns have no excuse if they lose tonight. No excuse. They, 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 the Clippers can barely put a uh, put a, a team on the court. They, their two best players are out on the Clippers. And if you're the Suns and you take this team lightly tonight and you lose, you're dead to me. Dead to him. We're holding up the headlines. Recent cases of homeowners shooting those on their property, like happened in Kansas City and upstate New York, have many questioning what the law actually is here in Arizona. Valley attorney and KTAR host Barry Markson explains that our state has a self-defense law, but... If someone's at your front door with a gun holstered, and just rings the doorbell, is that sufficient to cause enough fear of, of bodily harm or death that you can shoot that person through the door? I would argue no, but that would be something that a judge would have to decide. The Arizona self-defense law allows someone to protect themselves if they believe they're in danger of bodily harm or death. Yeah, as, as it should. If you believe you're in danger of bodily harm and death and you there's a sense and somebody is 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 and trying to get into your home, you have every right to defend yourself. Right. Uh, but but if the someone, knock on the door scenario? No. no. If someone breaks into your home and yeah. you're upstairs and they're downstairs and they start walking out with your TV, can you shoot them? No. Yeah. You can't. I would. I understand. If, if but they're in your house. And they're walking out? I don't know if they're in your house. That's is questionable. Your life th- is your life threatened? If there's a stranger that, that has you broke know, into my yeah. house, I consider I my totally life threatened. I totally get it. I totally get it. But if they're walking out with your TV at that very second, are you threatened? Yes or no? I don't know where they're going. Could they go? Could they be coming back? I, I'm just telling you what the law is. Well, right? this just, is again, I mean, it, when we have a society where people can take anything they want without fear of retribution or fear of or, any responsibility, or just break into my house, we have any. zero society. Yeah. That mm. uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not saying it makes sense or it doesn't make sense, but. That's you can you, you can call the police and then they can come over and take care and do of nothing. But here's the deal: if that person breaks into your house and before they sh- they get the TV, I think your life is threatened. Don't you think? Yes. 
If and they're then, outside with my TV walking away, I'm no longer threatened. But if I walk into my house and there's somebody that I don't know standing in my house, mm-hmm. I'm threatened right there. Boom. Boom. What are you doing here? No, you I get it. You don't belong here. I get it. And I, you broke my door to get in. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I probably would turn and run the other way, to be frank. Uh, to get away. Well, you could do that, too. We'll, we'll, we'll go with more into it. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's what these laws say in Arizona. Holding up the headlines. Brought to you by uh, com. Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realty. Uh, would you quit your job if the company's values were different from yours? Next. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, so, you look around and you say to yourself... I don't align with this company's values. Hmm. I need to quit. I align as an older person. I align with paychecks. <laughs> so because uh, uh, I don't know what my neighbor's values are and uh, your company's values, but company culture is increasingly become more important, especially amongst the younger generation. Eighty-seven percent, according to a survey from LinkedIn, found that the vast majority of them, Gen Z, all right, would be prepared to quit their jobs or work elsewhere if the values of the new company were uh, were either not aligned or aligned. So if you love, you know, you're somewhere and they're super woke and that's what you want, that's great. If they're more conservative, uh, you might say, I can't work here. You know, if you work for, if you're super pro-choice, uh, you may not want to work for, uh, you know, Hobby Lobby. See, I'm with you. It's like, uh, okay, a paycheck. You know, you have kids. You want to put them through college. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my wife and I, we already put our kids through college. So but you are, you're always working. You want to make sure you have enough money in the bank. Here's the thing. Let's say you work for a company uh, and all they do is talk about how they love Donald Trump. Right? Yeah. Let's just say in meetings, you know, they, they, they discuss him. They talk about him. Uh, in a in a very loving way, and he's the best, and we've got to got to do everything we can for the you know. If you're sitting there, and you're like, I can't stand this guy, well, you should probably leave then. Yeah, that's that is that is a very far, crazy kind of example that I gave you. But here's the other example: if you find out what if you find out the head of the company is is pro life, and you're not. You're going to quit? The, you, the, a lot of people do, man. That's where we are now. The younger generation, it's not about paychecks. It's about, we always joke about making the hard thing, but it's also about their hard thing. It's also, it's also, get ready for this. Mm. It's, it is about these kind of issues. And it's not just here. College, uh, high school kids now are picking colleges mm. based on their political preferences. They're not, if you're conservative, uh, you're probably not going to college because there's very few of them that have any conservative viewpoints. If you're liberal, you're not going to go to the colleges probably in the South. You're going to go to Berkeley. You're going to go to Berkeley. Right. And they're picking it based on, and we're doing the same thing with states now, which is not helping us at all. Yeah, because people don't want to listen to other people's political yeah. uh, uh, aspects. Why? Because we don't like to talk to each other. Right? Yeah, that's it. You can always have a discussion, but no one wants to have the discussion. No, no. We can't, I can't agree be, to disagree. I can't be around you because you believe this. Yeah. I just don't like that. So that makes you who you are. It's so, so insane. Speaking of insane, something we can all agree on. This is a great story. Hmm. The rocket ship took off today. <laughs> it did. It was amazing. It was incredible. No, it wasn't. It was. It was no. absolutely Did you awesome. watch the same thing blow up that I, I did. did? I did. And it's okay. Right. This is not the end of it, uh, but it, it didn't blow up. I want you to listen to some of the people from uh, from uh, the amazing SpaceX. As we said before, obviously, we wanted to make it all the way through. But to get this far, honestly, is amazing. <laughs> Here it comes. 
Well, if you're just joining us, Starship just experienced what we call a rapid unscheduled disassembly <laughs> during ascent. During ascent, it rapidly un- <laughs> unassembled. I mean, uh, un- unexpected dis- uh, disassembly. It, it blew up. Of course, it blew it, up. It went, it bl- but in four getting minutes. it off the ground, uh-huh. the size of it. It is the most powerful rocket ship ever. This will change. This is moon stuff for average people. That's where this is going. Hey, score the hottest ticket in town. Suns playoff tickets. Text ticket to 411923. You enter, you listen for your name Monday and Tuesday, 7 a.m., 11 a.m., 4 p.m. Chance to qualify. Game five tickets. All right, up next. So, why are cows in Saudi Arabia drinking Arizona's water? Next. Next.